Yeah. Hey, all right, people, along with Wendy Jones, I am Jason DeVeos. Welcome to the show. And to the show, we have the great, great, the hardest working man in America, the James Brown of volleyball, that's Jeff Alzina, and Phenom, coaching Phenom, and the most interesting man in the world, Jaron Burrito. Welcome to the show, boys. Thank you. Cool. Nice. Hey, got a whole bunch of fan questions ahead of time via email, but I guess I'm going to ask the first one, which kind of warms us up a little bit, as the temperature in this room, as you can feel, is getting a little bit warmer. Turn the air off. You know how it is. Um, you got to be hot and uncomfortable to answer some questions. Um, Jaron, think back. What was, what was your first coaching gig? Um, 2011, I decided to quit my full-time job and coach because I was kind of miserable. Like, I live on the beach. Like, I live in a sweet little pad in Hermosa. I have a little yard, and I, I was not happy. Was it an indoor gig? It was an indoor gig. It was for Beach Cities, and then I coached in middle school after that. And I loved it. it was, the kids were like my therapy. You know, it, it brought wow. me back to volleyball. That's a good quote right there. You know, yeah. Everyone just goes, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. like, yeah. We've, all, yeah was, we've yeah. all had seasons yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I've always, always looked at it like we're all students of the sport, and you know, we never stop learning. And they teach you more, too. Like, about myself and about how to treat other people because mm-hmm. it's a lot of people. You got to deal with a lot of people indoor. And it was good. It was a good. It was a good decision for me. I, I you know, it, it took me to the next level. Do you do you find um like when you first start coaching and you start showing some of these kids some of these stuff and um a lot of us and I'll just cite as a pre-chess before I go any further. A lot of us when we have these coaching gigs, we're also active players at the same time. There's a rare occasion where someone's like a coach from the beginning and, and volleyball. I think the majority, we all agree, are, are, are former players or still at the time current players. Was, was there certain, certain things you learned about your own game, uh, coaching some of these kids? Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely like language and how I react and how these kids react to like to winning and, and losing. You know, and I've always kind of did not pay attention to that. But then when I, when I watched the kids, it was like there's always grace. You have, you have to go there. Yeah. Like, Winning, losing, or, or, or you know, a bad game or good game. There's always grace. There's always a lesson, and you have to tap into that. You know? and, and then you have to deal with the parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two, two separate worlds. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of generational learning, yeah. and I think that, you know, coaches, parents, and players. There's a lot of in that triangle where yeah. everyone can kind of learn something. Yeah. And I don't know, it sounds like you've got pretty good intuition as far as reading a kid. Yeah. And I don't, if, if, if you, you can s- read a player, you're a great coach. And then you switch the language and you talk to the parents. Yeah. It's, 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 it was good. It was good for me. Like, my people skills went up a lot, like, upgraded <laughs> to that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it, was, it was a lot. There's a different people, and then, and then club, and then I got, I got to coach a Division One boys team, 18s. Okay. And for beach cities, we were ranked like the like probably one of the bottoms, like sixty-eight, yeah. and we ended up in you know, 28, 23, 28. It was the nice. Bishop Montgomery boys yeah, when, they, when they played the finals, and uh, those were my boys. And uh, nice. you know, I get a little shout out in the in Daily Breeze. Yeah. It, was, it was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, and, you know, it, it was it was a really good experience for me. It was a lot of growth from that. What about Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the next question. Or, Jeff, I, I listen, before I, I ask you, I've been coaching 20 years as well as you were on our 20th year in 1998. The, pe- the pedigree of uh, the level, of course, has significant difference. I was more of a local boy and occasionally 
I took local teams that got national recognition, but what was your first coaching gig? Well, first indoor coaching gig was in 1994 at Harvard High School in Santa Cruz. Mm. Uh, I had a great mentor named Jim Tui. Uh, he worked with a guy named <coughs> Dave Noble, okay. um, who's still involved in athletics, I think, up at UC Merced. But um, Jim was a great mentor for me, and I just went out and went to as many read as many books as I could about coaching and went to as many <coughs> seminars uh, for learning as I could, national you know, seminar, things like that. But my, my dad was a coach for 30 years in basketball. And both my parents were teachers, so okay. yeah. uh, I kind of yeah, knew. Yeah, you have the gene. Yeah, yeah. I kind of <laughs> knew. Wow, yeah. that, that's a pretty pretty awesome just continue, a path continuation, if you will, where some of the stories are just like, a, well, well, my dad's nine. <laughs> you know, my my, my kids listen to me all the time mm -hmm. say, you know, I have – I had posters on my walls of the people that are coaching you guys and you're playing next to yeah. these days. Like when I, I grew up in the Central Valley, and for my kids to come down here and be coached, I mean, Jeff coached my daughter at, at Bishop Montgomery. With a lot of those girls had never even touched a beach volleyball before. And they awesome. come out and get the Olympic level yeah. coaching. You know, their freshman year, and they're just like, I'm like, you guys have any idea what you are privy to? I never had this. So, I, you know, that's always my angle is what they get to learn from you guys. It's yeah. pretty amazing. No doubt. So, um, I guess this question is for both of you. you know, I'm not going to haul questions today. I mean, you got to freeze. You got to hold one Um There are a lot of uh, coaches at, at the high level, and I'll, I'll just name some examples in a minute. Um, um, who are act, active players, right? Who remain active players? Mm -hmm. You got John Mayer, right? You have Betsy Fleming's assistant, who's, who's had some success this year. Um, you have Alan McCulloch, you know, had a little kid, and she's welcome back on the scene and this and that. Um, at, at, but at some point, in my opinion, I think in order to be a great coach, because they're all good coaches, and I'm certainly not taking away from the brands of John Mayer, but I think, in my opinion, I think greatness is achieved when you, you balance the scale like 80, 20, 90, 10 as far as coaching player. Like, I think a lot of that dog has to be out of you. When did you decide that you were a coach and not a player? Uh, for me, I it was pretty clear cut. I knew I was still playing in 96, 97, 98. But in 98, I got the opportunity to go um, become the director of beach volleyball for the country of Greece. And once I knew that was happening, I was, I was done. I was mm -hmm. done playing. I, I barely played since. <laughs> did you also work with him in 2004? Uh, no, that was the goal. They hired me in 98 for a seven-year ah, goal, ideally, okay. but we overachieved right away. We went, they took these girls from 63rd to number 12 in the, in the, wow. in, in the FIVB rankings in nice. about a year. Wow. So they ended up going to Sydney, and after Sydney, I said I would actually really prefer to come home and coach full-time. In fact, okay. I met Barbara Fontana out at the Sydney Olympics, and she was the one who first recruited me to coach American players. So nice. Barb gets a lot of credit uh, from me because she was the one to say, hey, I've seen the work that you've done on the tour and I'm going to be playing with Elaine Youngs next yeah. year and uh, I think we can be number one and we'd love you to help us. Nice. So. Uh, okay, um, okay, this is not a 50-ounce coffee. This is this is something else. It's none of your business. Um, okay. No, awesome. So, Jaron, you played a little. You played a little. Played, bit at the same time, you balanced. The that. last AVP I played was 2010 in Hermosa. That was like when AVP was like going down the drain and the the previous management. Mm -hmm. But I played with a lot of different people and a lot of different tours. But I, what I did was I bypassed AVP and went to <coughs> the Philippine team and Chad Maori. You know, you know Chad Maori. He started it here. We started recruiting guys. We started training people, and we trained the girls, Heidi Illustrate and 
Diane Pasqual, and they did well. They did really well. Mm -hmm. That's where my coaching pretty much started, like coaching with Chad. And then I helped out a lot of Brazilian coaches, Tikal, Eugenio, who else was here? Yeah. So many of them. And, yeah. and even the ad coach for a little bit with Larry Witt, and I helped Larry Witt in the end when Jose came back from surgery. That was my first AVP coaching gig in Riverside. <laughs> parking lot. 2009? Yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. 2009, we took ninth there. Nice. Nice. We beat a lot of good people. We, yeah. Mentioned that they're getting mad. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing that your, your coaching thing usually starts with someone who's already like, yeah, um, decides to be a mentor or whatever, like it's kind of passed down. And like some of these, these coaches that sit that let's just say they, they took they got the elevator to the penthouse and yeah. they press lobby on the way down for people like you to, to achieve uh, uh, the, the, just the plethora of experience too long for the show. You we both know we can go all freaking day. You know, um, me, I, I learned from Myra Trubit. She was a coach in the Netherlands at the mm -hmm. time. And um, in 1992, I met him there. And then in New York, he did clinics. And I, I assisted him. And I ended up coaching his kid at Hunter High School. Um, so it's, it's isn't, isn't it cool? Like some of these guys, you know, from, from the top down. Yeah. I'm sure right now a lot of people are going to be following you around. I actually, I'm actually, I, I was actually going to ask him. I was actually going to, you said you had practice. I was actually going to say, do you need to be cameraman? Do something to shoot for I you. Know, I <laughs> I'm your man, Jeff. The, cool. the coolest thing is actually giving it back, uh, not just to the players, but to young coaches or uh, mm -hmm. coaches just starting out. Yeah. And well, I, I, just what they need it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite things, actually. What yeah. do you feel like you've blended? from like an American style of coaching versus what you've learned internationally. Like, you know, you hear so much difference in, you know, the Brazilians and the Europeans and the... In a nutshell, yeah. I would just say American <coughs> style volleyball, <coughs> typically over the uh, last couple decades, to me seems a little bit, a little more rigid compared to... Um, yeah, it kind of looks that way it plays. It looks you got to pass way. here, yeah. you got to yeah, set yeah, here, yeah, and you got to yeah. do this. I played Dumb shot for two years. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're more systematic because <laughs> we played system game for a lot, especially inside out. Like, sure. trust the system, trust your height, trust your speed. Like, that's what we used to do. And then when the Europeans came in, they were a bit shorter, so they started doing all these dynamic stuff. I remember an Australian team doing that. They passed to the pin, jump set to the other pin. I'm like, uh -huh. how do you lose? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But they, they still lose because we have big blocks and we have right. speed. We have like a Nick Lucena down there, like whatever you shoot, he big. So yeah. the Aussies were yeah. the first dynamic team yeah. to try that was running crazy. all sorts of different sets. I think they actually did it way too much. Yeah, way too yeah. much. I think they only ended up in their career with maybe like a one fourth mm -hmm. ever. And but that was good. talent to win. But that was good to see. That was like the introduction of that type mm -hmm. of game. Like, holy cow. Like, it was crazy to watch. I saw them here. Like, oh my god, how do you lose? Like, <laughs> yeah. But then they, but then they, they did. They did because so, they weren't. Their system wasn't as crisp as as the American teams. That yeah. was the thing. We just shoot high line all day. Yeah, it is now. Tell you about it. It is now. Yeah. They, they, they like, you sit in the pocket and get high line. No, okay, no, okay. okay. <laughs> that's what we did yeah. to beat these teams. Yeah. Great artists create, great artists steal, man. And I gotta tell you, a lot of these European teams and, and the Brazilians have um taken a lot of a lot of the things that are reminiscent of like I'm 48, so yeah, they're, they're reminiscent of how like I got I got in the volleyball watching the yeah, 88 team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, instead of rolling, totally. they, they actually step back, boom, and then their momentum goes this way instead right. like this, and then go just these great these great um habits yeah. that I think um that a lot of them um not trying to dump on American coaches that I think a lot of us have lost uh, a little bit that I'd like 
to see get back. And that's why that's what I was um, alluding to with you, you guys, because I think you. But well, we got to do better. Yeah, I we think we got to yeah, do better. Absolutely. If you look at the FIVB awards, I was just taking yeah. a peek this morning. Most of the gals yeah. side, you know, you got Duda who's 20, yeah. and the Canadians who are 24, 25, 26, the yeah. Australians who are 24, 25, they're, yeah. they're winning the awards on the tour. Right. And obviously, we know the Norwegian the young men who are 21, 22. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've got to do something a lot more aggressive, dynamic, or. Because, it's not, because Jeff, it's not like we don't have the clientele. It's not like we don't have the generation of players coming up. On the we women's have, side, we um, do. On the men's, we, 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 have, need, to, we need to find yeah, a way to get yeah, some yeah, more yeah. of the Absolutely. big guys out there. Okay. Yeah, okay. there's not a lot of height coming up, is there? No, no. not much. Yeah. It's, it's just That's few and far between. The, I can't, it's not called King of Beach anymore. I was talking to Eric when the kids were playing down there, and, and these are the best of the, the rising players, and there's nobody that's... Six foot eight, you know. No, or you've got a lot of really good ball there. control players. Yeah, I think they're all playing indoor right now because I remember. Yeah. I remember in the, a couple of years ago, HP. There was some, money. There yeah. was some tall kids yeah. playing. Mm -hmm. They were younger, but then when they went to college, they stopped playing. Well, yeah, because without the L. Yeah, there's yeah, no so way to I only played professionally for two years. I made more money. Well, in two I have years. a kid that goes. <laughs> he had the bug this summer, and they're going back to indoor, and he's like, "Oh, I need the beach." Like it's been. There's no. There's no. There's nothing to go for. So right. hopefully yeah. college beach men's would you know, happen. You guys notice that transition um, where people are making that LeBron James decision? Uh, when we grew up, we were uh, splitting time or we were just ex sure. exclusively indoor. Um, work with me on this one. Around what time period where where you see some of these girls, and I'm with them in the summer, and I've, yeah. I've, I've seen it, but I think I'm a little late in the house seeing this. Like what time was it? Like five years ago, where yeah. girls are like, I'm, I don't want to do indoor indoor anymore. I just want to do beach over. As soon as beach scholarships became available. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. That's the because advice once I you have a five foot nine daughter, yeah. I'm like, yeah. kid, this yeah. is coming. Once yeah. the indoor girls started, the outside hitters became over six foot, and the middle became right. over six foot exactly. four. You had a ton, ton, tens of thousands of great yeah. female athletes who were five foot ten. Who said exactly. I can do it all? Right. Yeah. Right. You know, people who are like a Logan Tom or a Cynthia Barboza, or mm -hmm. you know, uh, those girls are a little taller. But now you got people who are responsible, and they're just you know, like right. five ten is too small. And then, to be and in then the you wind up down here. As far as the kids growing up down here, then like I said, they come out. They're being coached by the best of the best. Right. And the rest of the country doesn't have access. Yeah. But once the scholarships there, then yeah. all the club stuff fell in place. You know, yeah. 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 The first. In fact, the club sizes got bigger because of that. Con Quantitatively gotten yeah. bigger because of that. From, but for me, I was like, I didn't, I, I couldn't see through the mud because I was just thinking, okay, they're just gonna balance their time. You know, they're gonna have, they're gonna have two different shots at right. indoor or whatever for scholarships. But, right. but man, good. they just went straight up, straight up legit beach. Well, and, but as far as like a, a, as an athlete goes, I mean, why wouldn't you want to go out and get to learn how to serve, pass, set, attack, block? You get to do everything on the beach. More touches. Whereas, and the the indoor game has gone to specialization at fourteen. Yeah. Don't have don't have to rent a gym. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> there was dry here for the girls to still play indoors. Yeah. The ones who are in high school right now say, well, I've got to play another year or two because mm -hmm. I love the camaraderie. Yeah. yeah. I love the whole sure. team spirit. And that's school, awesome. Yeah. There was right. that there was that generation where they split. Um, they still played indoors and played beach. They were the, those that generation was burned out. Yeah, like, they were doing so much. It's all the much. same mechanics, you know. Yeah. Your body who, gets who, worn like would Beksha sponsor did that? Who else did that? There was a lot of those people that got burned out and just like took a break and you know and like the Clara right now she's doing great. Like she yeah. took a time out. Yeah, doing great. 
It's amazing how some people hit the yeah. reset button. I have on a small scale Rob McLean. You know, he he um uh, was almost burning out a year ago on and off the court and just took a giant step back. And I said, hey, don't stay don't stay from volleyball completely. Come coaching me in the summer. You know, because uh, he, he has this way of speaking to girls here. Sometimes I speak from up here like an asshole. You know, so I needed we needed someone that you know guys like him. I, just I, I, yeah. Sometimes I could be that one. That's I call it being Brooklynese, but whatever. Um, but I think the reset, like, I mean, again, on a small scale, round four qualifier, two points away from winning, you know, Herm uh, Hermosa um, against Boag and Jacobs, round four. So um, even in losing, like, the watch, watching this guy play, it's just, uh, it's helped him. I think it's helped his star power. He's like yeah. the best guy in the qualifier. That, you yeah. know, it's like the best player not to make them in draw right now. Right. You know? So, um, all right. So, um I have a question for you, Jaron. You, you've been you've been taking on some pretty cool coaching assignments. Um, I noticed you were Kelly Clay's and Britt Hotchiver, but I, I actually want to talk about um, Alexa Strange and and you were and in the beginning you were with Alexa and, and from uh, Alan from and Moana. Um, what did you see in them that 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 I mean, since since well, you guys were working together, they made like five out of the last six draws or something like that. I want to go back to awesome. Kelly and Brittany. I helped I helped them warm up because Hector's not around. When doing the tours, so I'll yeah. help warm up and you know, talk to Kelly a little bit. Because I, I have a history with Kelly, and she played with Sarah. I used to help her train, and you know, it's it's easy to touch. She's she's you know, like we're we're really really close in that respect. Like, you know, we're it's easy to talk to her. Anyways, back to Alexa and Fallon. So it all started with training with the British team. I was helping the British team uh, train, and then they were playing Alexa and Fallon, and I haven't seen Fallon play in like years and I haven't seen Alexa played in a year and a half and I've known Fallon since she was 12 and known Alexa since she was 15 <clears throat> and then I was you know they were getting coaching the British team and then there was no coaching on their side so like, all right I'm gonna coach you guys now coach them they're starting to like play better against the British team and then Fallon <clears throat> Fallon started that conversation Aaron you're gonna be our coach like he wasn't. He wasn't even a choice, you know. <laughs> She's like, I wasn't asking. I was telling. Because <laughs> this was the year I decided to coach pro. And I'm looking for teams, looking for teams. I'm doing pro bono here, pro bono there, and and then that happened. Like, all right, this is it. This is the one. And then we started training, and you know, one AVP next after another, and they started. Yeah. We started beating everybody. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. And then I left for the Philippines and. For two weeks, and I came back, and there was one tournament where Alexa was sick, and you know we lost in the semis to to the U19 girls actually, and uh -huh. like no, we're fine, you're sick, and we went to Hermosa, and she was sick again, but I was there like from the beginning to the end, so I kind of managed her a little bit, go to sleep, eat your lunch, boom, 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 <laughs> two day tournament, right? Yeah, and she was sick, and we managed to win Hermosa, so I'm like. Right. And, then, and then you know the relationship got you know, better and better. Like it, it was, it was not a hard decision for me to make because I know what I can do. I was just been in the back burner for a while. I've been doing a lot of different stuff, like setting up events and yeah, you know. yeah. You you had to hit a huge reset button. Yeah, I had a giant yeah. reset yeah, button. We don't need to talk about yeah, all that. Exactly. We're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Come it's on, a, man. I'm not. I'm gonna not. Be a long day. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> everything I said about being an asshole, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm so not that was that. that was the beginning <clears throat> of that, and then, <clears throat> and then Fallon moved like you know moved on, and then we met Emily Barton, 
I got her two and a half weeks before. Oh, let's talk about Huntington first. Yeah. Alexa and Fallon there. Ooh. Yeah. So, big win over Finland. Qualified. 16 14 over Finland. Qualified, yeah. beat yeah. Finland, and then almost beat Switzerland. 16 went, 14 16. Went to three. <laughs> you know, top 10 team. Like, yeah. you know, everybody's scouting us. I'm like, who is this guy? Who are these two? Yeah. Like, everybody's scouting right us. There. Nobody knew who we were. And, Lefty righty, you know, like six four block, and it was it was a good that was a good introduction. That was like okay, we've arrived, like you know. And, and I knew like partnerships always, you know, they they always move around. I knew that. I talked to the girls about it. Like this will not be a forever partnership because it, it always happens. You know, mm -hmm. if somebody gets hurt, you pick somebody else. You like that person, and you move on. Yeah, but we, you know, we we found nice you know we and then we found Emily, and I got her two and a half weeks before Hermosa. And she's an indoor player. Like, she was a mm -hmm. superstar in Hawaii. Superstar. Superstar, like, overseas. And she played with Katie Spieler. She played tournaments here and there. <clears throat> but to come into Hermosa and qualify and make it to Saturday, their first ADP event ever, yeah. it was like, she doesn't know, like, the agony of right. <laughs> playing the grind. Because she made it right away. But the thing was, for me, coaching her was to make her the best Emily Hartog. You know the version that her version for that tournament because she no like accuracy and all the finesse it's not gonna come in two and a half weeks so she just banged away and just hit around everybody and that's what she nice. likes to do you know we had so much fun in that tournament and the same thing in Manhattan then she has a high line then she has a cut wow. shot and the scouting is all wrong <laughs> yeah. yeah now she can shoot a little it's bit yeah. yeah now her pulls and digs are better like like every every tournament we were getting better and better so. It was, it, was, it was a good, it was a good, uh, and Alexa, is, is, she has grown so much, like, right in front of me, like, yeah, I'm really proud of her, she's, she's grown so much, and, like, how she took this season, and how the attitude came coming in, it was, it was pretty good, it was, it was refreshing to watch, you know. And she's good for sport volleyball, too, yeah, she moves the volleyball needle, she's interesting, she's dynamic, yeah. she's extroverted, and, and I think um, you, when you see the tours, you need a balance yeah, you need of people like that. Like, yeah. like Dalhousie moves a needle too, but yeah, he's yeah. not like that. But you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. not like that. I mean, you're, he's, he he's someone that's just like whatever. So, um, Jeff, before you ask, Jeff, we have someone asking, um, why don't we see more lefties on the left side? This is Jeremy Carlin. Thanks for thanks for asking. Um, why do we we see more lefties on the, on the left side? Um, righties play right side all the time. Take a stab at that. I just think because there's way more right-handers, yeah. and yeah. they're just forced to play the right. And so the anomaly is when you have that left-handed player, and so if you can get them an advantage, you take it. Yeah. And the advantage is to get your shoulder to the ball more often. Yeah. Yeah. And having to set that ball up and over someone's head to their outside arm is one of the toughest tricks in the book out there. Yeah. And that's why you see people that's, get served kind of, on that. It's more of a beach so thing, right? I mean, an indoor, before yeah. I became a setter, I, I'm left-handed, and I played, I played outside there. Mm -hmm. It's just uber easier on my shoulder. I just didn't have to like, yeah. open yeah. up and do all that crazy stuff. Okay. Yeah. He's since he's asking, um, Case Beer and Billy Allen win two AVPs in two, 2019 change my mind. <laughs> Only if Jeremy wants to leave Reed, they're on fire right now. Yeah. We've got a really good uh, genie in a bottle right now. So yeah. you can pick watch. match of the year, um, like a top ten match of the year, and they'll be in five of them. 
Yeah. I, I mean, them against Alvaro and Simon at FIVB, them against Triborn and, and whatever. I had a, a top 10 plays in Manhattan Beach. Yeah. Um, they, were in, they were in it twice. Uh, um, yeah. Maybe I'm a prisoner at the moment. I'm a, I'm a really pretty fan. But it seems they're just, it's just like. They've come a long way since uh, I think it was New York when Reed drop kicked that ball outside the stadium. <laughs> and it looked like they were just like, they were gone. It looked like they were done. And now they're the hottest team out there. Yeah. Cool. Adversity. Cool to see. It, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it all started with the drop kick. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And not, not getting the red card for that. I love watching the indoor player. Transfer to the beach. Yeah. Like that is a really fun transition to watch. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. still have a bit of better beach players because of the heightened emphasis on fun missiles, just in my opinion. Yeah. Um I noticed that the, I mean when I played beach, the easiest thing I brought to the beach was the service heat. Because mm-hmm. if you suck to me if you suck, look it, uh, uh, yeah. for those of y'all listen, if you suck indoor and if you're shanking passes in the beach, oh I'm an indoor player. No, that's an excuse. That that just means you suck indoor. This is this, okay? Or you were a middle blocker and no yeah. one ever taught you to pass. Yeah. Like, and that's the yeah. second thing. Blocking. It was the, yeah. the, the second easiest thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, um because you were you were allowed more permission to go after the yeah. hitter. I mean you're one block and a four or whatever yeah. or switching out, but you just have more permission to be aggressive at the net as opposed to being part of a blocking scheme. Right. You know, so those are the two going after things. whatever you want is probably the biggest problem for blockers though. Yeah. Anybody because, because almost because anybody I've seen in a rut blocking yeah. or who has not figured it out yet yeah. is chasing too many balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we, we Dowdy so goes in and out of that. You, and you know, I think Dowdy goes in and out of that. He's a streaky blocker like yeah. that. Some, sometimes it's just like, you know, I asked him a week ago in Nursery because what do you want to do better next tournament? He was, I just want to block better. And it's just yeah. like, every, like everybody's yeah. getting points. Sometimes people avoid you too. Yeah, yeah it's that system. Like, you got to trust your system. Like, it's, like, that's what I code. That's what I teach my girls. Like, that's why Emily is a good blocker. She is because I just taught her that. Like, right. inside, out, inside out games, this is what they did. You, you're not there to block balls. Like, I'm not going to tell the whole, it's a secret, yeah. <laughs> right? I'm not going to tell okay, you. Well, you're but you're not there to block a ball. You're there to take an area and then to defend it. Like, I'm going to yeah. end right there. That's, that's, you know, that's the whole point. There's a system. You have to trust the system. And if, you're, if your defender can't get there, then your defender's too slow. Like, that's, that's all it is. Like, you, yeah. they, have to, they have to make a perfect shot, perfect cutty, or perfect line to, to get a points for me. Anything, anything in between is yours, and that, that's how I teach my girls. And it's, 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 it's a pretty like physically demanding system, but that's how I was taught, and that's and that was effective, and obviously it's working yeah. out. So. Time tested, yeah. Sure. Some people's area to take is a little bigger than others. Yeah, you coach a lot of people, and we, we don't we don't have like all day for the show. So I'd just like to start with the most recent. Who did you um? Who'd you coach in Manhattan? Uh, just the last couple of years, I've just coached Trevor and whoever his partner is. Okay. So it was Trevor and Rosie, Trevor and Taylor Tyler. before that. Yeah. And Trevor and Mary. Yep. Yeah. Trevor, Trevor and Trevor. Yeah. You've coached team boys. Yeah. That was, that was good. Yeah. That Hermosa. Um, Last year? Last year was uh, one of my favorite matches ever. I got to tell you, every time someone has success, I look, at see, I look to see who's sitting under the umbrella. Yeah. And I'm like, this month, this month. <laughs> this dude, <laughs> <Try not> to cuss. <laughs> I'm like, well, why am I not surprised? It's just all Zeno. Cool. All right. So, um, all right. We, we can't go forever. So, should we should we do a lightning round? Sure. All right. Let's do lightning it. round. What's a lightning ready? round? Oh, just 
All right. Uh, maybe. Well, you can tell me about this. Yeah, and there, there are no pressure questions. Um, books or movies? Oh, so we can pass if we want? No. no, no. <laughs> answer. Books and movies. Books and movies. Okay. Yeah. Fiction or nonfiction? Nonfiction. Okay. Ice cream or cupcakes? Ice cream. Ice cream. Agreed. My man. Yeah. But only cream. really vanilla. Yeah, French vanilla or, or, or it didn't happen. <laughs> cool. Walking Dead or Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I like dragons. Thrones. But they gotta, they gotta stop putting all this time in between. I mean, it's too long. I don't have that much patience. I've been getting a little upset at that, actually. Physical game or mental game? Mental. Ooh, mental. Love it. All of people, yeah. yeah. Well, I know, right? Psychology major. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, what else? I know. I'm working, I'm working on it. Working on it. Ocean or pool? Ocean all the way. Ocean. <laughs> we need chlorine on it. Uh, we can have seaweed on I told you. <laughs> okay, good good team name. You shall not pass or kiss my ace. <laughs> <laughs> They're both good. <laughs> He's like, pass. He's, he'll take one, I'll take one, and we'll switch jerseys. Yeah. Who's at four is a real question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that a six man? To the locker, you know? You shall not pass. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good blocking team. Kiss my ace, of course, uh, for reasons. Ace in your face. The, yeah. The, I like that one from Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it from me, I think. Right, Mark? Take that credit? All right. Yeah, I take credit for that. That's good. Because I got red, when kids, we always got a red card for that when I was oh. I was doing that in the warm up. Ace, ace in your face. Like, Coach, can we shoot that? No. 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 <laughs> and then two girls did it. I'm like, oh my God. Why? A whole bunch of dumb ones. What time is it? Tool time. <laughs> Oh God! Didn't they make you just do this look? Jeff, Jeff is like this look. <laughs> right? That's, that's a professional face when he doesn't want to react. He goes. How about rapid fire volley questions? Oh, Ooh. all right. Okay. Um, you guys back on the spot. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> rapid, rapid fire volley questions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, Jeff, um, float or topspin? Most people don't float it, so. They just serve it. It's not a floater. If you're going to float, make it float. All right. Let it float. Jumps or cannon. Play defense behind um, um, Ali Son or Dalhauser? Bill. Mm. Bill. Better said Nice. Uh, God, you're challenging me on the volleyball. <laughs> yeah. I learned so much from my kids. My thing right now is that like I'm learning so much about the game and to learn it and not be able to do it. Like, I want to coach it now because I see it, but I can't do it. So, yes. um, oh gosh. Who's, I got one. Who's yeah. the hottest coach in beach volleyball right now? Hottest coach? Hot? Mm. Like, like on fire. Just whoever's like, coaching the Norwegians. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still like Flugging Wagner. Yeah. Yeah. Germany, yeah. Germany guy won. One full medal per gender. Vulcan <laughs> Horse Ludwig and then um, yeah. Ruckerman. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like everywhere you go, it's the guy with the white mustache. I, I met him at, at the FIVB. He doesn't speak English. I'm like German. I, I was in Germany, but I, I wasn't even going to try. Um, okay, your turn. Um, well, I always go back to game of life. What's the, you know, what's, what's the biggest thing that you've learned coaching volleyball that you would impart to a player about, like, what teaches you the most about life? Like, what do you take from the game that you know, makes your life good. Mm, I think being a coach or a teacher, there's there's some old adage, right, that with great responsibility comes great um, 
Yeah, it? with with great oh, talent oh, comes great. But yeah, yes. what, too much is expected. I just think coaches yeah, have to remember much, that. Too much given, much is expected. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For me, it's, yeah, for me, it's like the core of beach volleyball is like, because you can't get subbed out. Like, there's right. no substitution draft. Like, yeah. no, you you figure it out. You 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 do it in there and in the court. And that's that's me. Like, like one step backward. And you have five step forward, like you got five five options. And you go out the court, you do the same thing. Like what 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 am I gonna do if, if I'm behind on bills? I have this, I have that, this and that. Like you know, it's it's yeah. it's that strategic mentality that from the court and then outside. The Maybe court. almost the ability to slow it down. Maybe right? almost like, the ability to yeah. slow it down. Yeah. And just just it, yeah. And then still trust, you know, like don't overreact to it. Like, yeah. All that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it's almost it's almost martial arts, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, I was telling kids that I'm like yeah. I'm like I talk about readjusting your matrix. You got to explain it yeah. to me. It's like you're at a point where everything's moving three quarter speed, and you're moving normal speed. When I watch the we, greatest, and if we don't yeah. practice fast, you're gonna be in the game. Right. And yeah. someone's gonna hit a ball, and like in your three quarter speed world, something, something's gonna go whoosh, and you're gonna be like. But at the same the time, like that? when I watch it, I see like the best look like a chess game. Yeah. Like yeah. it yeah. really just like it moves yeah. like it's moving fast, but. It's it's so fluid. Yeah, you know? and you notice they don't cheat. They don't. Yeah. They don't over. So much discipline. They, yeah. They wait till the ball moves and go. And yeah. when they when they read, it's like the perfect read. It's like, and I'm not always perfect in the life stuff, but I try to apply as much as I can. I think you can make a top ten list of overlap, right? Patience, yeah. trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And yeah. people could do a poll on what what what, what the order is, but yeah. yeah. Definitely that would be a that. good one. That would oh, be a good God, one. Maybe that's yeah. my next top ten list. There you go. I did the top ten plays of Hermosa. I did the top ten plays of um, uh, Manhattan Beach. Um, I put Eric Baranek first. Uh, and, and if you, you go on YouTube, really? you see why. There were because I mean, Taylor Crab, Crab and Gibb against Dollars and Lucena. You could have gotten six of the top ten yeah, yeah. plays from that. Just that yeah. set match. Oh, yeah. long one. Um, but but also, yeah, but there, yeah there, that, that one, one, that one against Olsen. Um, yes. Oh, when well, he gets this play, he does like a left and right draw. First of all, someone hits the ball. He digs. And then they try to go on two. He gets back on the court. He just digs that. So he takes the cut. He digs another one. He digs a fifth one. And finally, rest away. And it just goes in. Yeah, it takes his shades off. Throws it in the crowd. It goes outside of the crowd, and some woman walking yeah. by just like just catches it out of the air. <laughs> Doesn't know where the shades came from. It starts cracking up. Yeah, so definitely one. worth it. Hey, listen, yeah. that's all the time we. Uh, um, I'm gonna make you guys stay here. <laughs> like I said before, we can go all day. We didn't even. <laughs> I mean, like, like, I'm, I'm, when he's like lightning round volley questions, I yeah. felt like we were just getting started. I gotta brush up, up on my game. I need to yeah. learn more from yeah. you guys. Oh my god! Yeah. Listen, hey folks, thanks for tuning in. Okay, this. This is the great Jeff Alzina, and this is the phenom, Jaron Barreto. And for Wendy Jones, I am Jason DeVeas. For now, see you later. Thanks, guys. And do.